This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And welcome to the Vedic Wisdom. Thanks for being with us today. So, I want to talk to you about moving and progressing to the heavenly planets. Now, heaven, as it's generally spoken, refers to a place of happiness, of uh, generally long duration or eternal life, a place where only the good and the pious go, a goal, something to attain, something to focus on, something of higher value. Well, I want to give you an understanding from the Vedic literature point of view and help you understand a bit more detail because it's given in the Vedic literature. Now, this universe consists of 14 planetary systems. The topmost four or five, five I think it is, are heavenly planets. Then there's the middle and then there's the f six lower planetary systems and one can move from one place to another now when I say one I mean you the living spiritual entity not you this body but you the eternal conscious living entity you can go up or you can go down now we discussed this before the two factors that determine which way you're going and how it works out is the karma you have earned by your activities and the results you deserve and then the desires you have. Certain desires can't be fulfilled in the higher planetary systems and certain desires can't be fulfilled in the lower planetary systems. So, your desires and the quality of your work determine where you go. Now, as an eternal living entity, you can see that you can go to all of the different planetary systems, if you wish, by your work, by your desire. You can earn your way up and down the universe, doing good activities, earning your way up, and doing bad activities, earning your way down. Now, the Vedic literature says, you may go to the heavenly planets, but it is not eternal. None of the planetary systems in this material universe are eternal because the material universe itself is not eternal. The material universes come into existence, they exist for a very long duration, and then they're wound up. And then after a long duration, or should I say an equal duration of being uh, uh, wound up, they're then remanifest again, and everything picks up where it left off. Now, I mean, your experience picks up according to the qualities of your work and your desires. Now, in the wound-up condition, it's simply like sleeping. That's the same situation. So the Vedic literature says, all of these places are places of birth, death, old age, and disease, and they are temporary. So the intelligent person, he recognizes, I am an eternal living entity. 
and I have a natural inclination to be happy, and I have a natural inclination to serve, and I have a natural inclination to enjoy. Well, that means eternally. We don't want interrupted happiness. We want constant happiness. So the eternal platform is not available in the material universe. Whether you're in heaven or you're in hell or you're on earth here in the middle. The, the goal is not achieved. Now, by your work, you can get to the heavenly planets. You can go to heaven. Yes. But it's just like getting a visa. You get a visa to go to a country and they say, sir, you can stay for six months. Here's your visa. Thank you. So at the end of six months, they say, now you have to go out. The same thing is true with the heavenly planets. You can earn your way to the heavenly planets and you get to stay there a very long time. Yes. But after your credits, your pious activities, credits, karma, runs out, you have to go out again. And you come back down to the middle, earthly planet level. And you start in the evolutionary process of trying to work your way to a human form of life. And then you're in the position like you are right this minute. And you can decide, am I going to go up or am I going to go down? Now, the, the impetus for this is your decisions. You use your free will to make appropriate decisions. You go up. Inappropriate decisions, you go down. Up means a human form of life higher up in the heavenly planets. Down means you lose the human form, you fall into the lower species of life. So the Vedic literature is concludes that the intelligent person would not be satisfied with this up and down, up and down, up and down, temporary here, temporary there. Because it doesn't fulfill the eternal nature of the living entity. That is our eternal nature to be happy and etc. But it can't be fulfilled in a temporary environment. So the Levitic literature says it's an incomplete solution. Or it's a non-solution. And the Vedic literature says the intelligent person seeks to understand where is the eternal spiritual world where there is no cessation of the happiness, no interruption. The Vedic literature clearly covers that. The spiritual world is much larger and it is outside of these universes, this universe we're in. There are multitudes of universes, and they take up a quarter of the spiritual sky. But they're, they're like eggs, like football or egg. And if in them is us in these higher and lower planetary systems that we're talking about. And they're temporary. But outside is the eternal effulgent spiritual universe, if you will, creation. And everything that you're looking for is there. So the Vedic literature teaches you about the spiritual reality, spiritual universe, spiritual service, spiritual existence, the eternal nature of it all there. 
Well, you drop this suffering and the birth, death, old age, and disease caused by taking a temporary material body. So the living entities are everywhere here in the material world. Everywhere. There are living entities in different forms. And they're all looking to come to the platform you are on now in a human form of life, able to use your free will to make the correct decisions to leave the entire material tabernacle and go back home, back to the spiritual world, back to Godhead. So, the Vedic literature is saying, you only have a visa to go up, and when it's over, you come back down. And if you act impiously, you fall further, and you have to gradually work your way back up. This is a waste of time. And it's a continuation of the cycle of birth and death, and it's a continuation of the anxiety caused by these bodies. So the Vedic literature says, to make good advice to you, we advise you, leave the material manifestation completely. Don't be satisfied with moving to the heavenly planets. Learn how to free yourself from all of the material predicament, material universe, material bodies, material temporary and partial happiness. Leave all of that behind. Learn about what is happening in the spiritual world find a position there and go there. The same tools are necessary to go to the spiritual world. You have to be in a human form. You have to use your free will correctly. You have to be educated and understand the difference between matter and spirit. And you have to be enthusiastic to find the correct solution. So you're in the driver's seat. You're exactly in the position that you need to be to make a perfect solution to this eternal uh, existence that's interrupted by this temporary bodies. Take a birth, take a, have death. Take a birth, experience death. Take a birth, experience death. This is frustrating. This is full of anxiety. But you're in the position where your free will and your decision-making and your intelligence to be educated, your ability to read, your opportunities are all right in front of you in your hand right now that you can put an end to this cycle of birth and death existence. And that's what the Vedic literature is teaching that's completely different than the other scriptural expressions on the planet. They will teach you to go to heaven. And that's fine. But it's temporary. And the Vedic literature says, we want to give you a permanent solution to your problem. So the Vedic literature teaches you the spiritual world, what it is like. What are the living entities that are there doing? Uh, is God present? Yes. Does everyone have a personal association with the Lord? Yes. Is everything pious, pure, beautiful? Yes. Opulent? Yes. Eternal? Yes. Happy to the point of blissful? Yes. It has all of the things that we are naturally looking for here in the material world, and you can't find. We can have temporary pleasures, but generally speaking, it's interrupted. 
today or tomorrow, you can be happy for uh, most of your life. And still, death will interrupt it. So the Vedic literature's approach is to teach you about the spiritual world. There are nine processes of devotional service, and devotional service is where you use your free will for the satisfaction of the Lord engaged in His plan. And you become purified by that service. You become purified by devotional service in all of its many forms. And the purification is what makes you qualified. And you become uh, released. Material nature is hanging on to everyone. Because material nature creates the bodies and we're encaged in the bodies. So when we render devotional service, the Lord instructs nature, release this one. Let him come back to me. He is my servant. He's not serving his senses, his body, his family, his friends, his nation, his anything, his possessions. He's serving me, the Supreme Personality. If you render service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, you go back to Godhead. This is the key. This is the secret. It's called most confidential knowledge. It's not street knowledge. It's not school, university knowledge. It's the most confidential knowledge. It only comes through the disciple succession of the great saints and sages that have been entrusted with this knowledge to deliver it to you when you're ready. You have to have awoken to the fact that this place is temporary and I don't get the happiness I'm after. You have to awaken to the I'm not this body. This body is my problem. You have to awaken to the realization that I'm happy when I'm serving, when I'm helping, when I'm doing good, when there's selflessness, not selfishness. When you seek the correct solution. When you actually realize that these things aren't satisfying and they won't provide the solution you're looking for, that is when you require a spiritual master. That is when you hear about the Vedic literature. That is when you start reading and studying and learning about the spiritual world and acting as they do in the spiritual world. Practice, if you will. Training, if you will. And simultaneously, purification. Anyone can see God if your eyes are purified to do it. But we are so contaminated in this age by so many problems and distractions, so much confusion and sinful activities, that we don't see things in proper perspective. So we require the Vedic literature and we require the explanation of the spiritual master, and we require the purification of devotional service in its many forms, and we become qualified. We overcome all of the contaminations, all of the hardships, all of the disqualifications that keep us in the cycle of birth and death, in heaven or hell or earth in between. So the idea of going to heaven is, in Vedic literature terms, an incomplete solution, and it's not prescribed. Yes, we understand why one would want to be in heaven as opposed to earth, which is mixed, good sometimes good, sometimes bad, or the hellish condition, which is not so good. We can understand that intelligence. 
But a better, a greater intelligence is leave this all behind completely and go to the eternal spiritual kingdom and associate with eternal spiritual servants of God and render service yourself. So the prescribed method of starting to learn about and executing devotional service here and now is very good advice. And this is what the great saints and sages, the self-realized souls, do when they're here on this planet. They help people understand how to get out of the universe and go back to Godhead. Not move from lower status to middle status to upper status, but to actually complete this experience in the temporary tabernacle and return to the spiritual strata, the spiritual world, taking a spiritual body with all the variegatedness you have, you see before you right now. But instead of made of temporary dull matter, everything is conscious. And the service there is absolutely rewarding in association with the Supreme Lord. So the great saints and sages come here in like in rotation, in that there's always some fully realized souls on the planet. Because there's going to be a person like you who's going to wake up today and you deserve to have the Vedic knowledge available. So the Lord sees to it that the Vedic knowledge is always here and available for you. Tomorrow it will be someone else. But the Vedic knowledge and a bona fide spiritual master will still be here. There is an unbroken chain of spiritual masters, so there's always a teacher, if you will, to help you understand the Vedic literature and get you started practicing devotional service so that you can render that service, purify yourself, your consciousness, your activities, and fulfill your understanding to the Vedic literature such that you can, with an open, free, happy heart, render transcendental loving devotional service, uninterrupted, unself-motivated service to God. This is the importance of the human form of life you have right now. You are in the position right now to make a solution to thousands of birth and death cycles that has not fulfilled you. And if you feel, you look, you understand deep enough within you, that's what your past is. Many, many cycles of birth and death. And your future doesn't need to be the same. This is the opportunity. This human form of life on this planet Earth where there's suffering and enjoying enough to kick you along, spur you along, encourage you along to find the Vedic literature, read the Vedic literature, surrender to the spiritual master, engage in devotional service under his instruction, purify your consciousness and become qualified for a personal association in a spiritual body, in the spiritual world, eternally rendering loving service and reaping the unbelievable happiness result from achieving perfection. Read the Vedic literature, Bhagavad Gita as it is, by the spiritual master, his divine grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, and learn of the nine processes of devotional service that start with hearing and chanting and eating spiritual empowered food. That's how simple it is. Singing, dancing, and eating can liberate you from this material existence. 
Bhagavad Gita as it is, by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.